Good morning. Happy Saturday. I pray that everybody is in good spirits and that you are in a safe spiritual, mental, and physical place. Um, But I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Um, I am so spiritually like full right now. It is amazing how being vulnerable can produce a really, really phenomenally productive um, season for you. But um, yeah, so this episode, honestly, is just coming from that overflow, you know? You ever been in church and no minister pastor is preaching and then it's like you have that overflow period where people are just honoring and embracing and humble and the gratitude is just so thick in the place that you're just you're like, dang, like, how do we even stop this? How do we minimize this? How do we bring this to a close? Like, that's kind of where I am right now. And it started at, what, maybe 4.30 this morning. And honestly speaking, I try to sleep in on Saturdays because that is, there are only a couple of things I have intentional to get done on those days. And so, it doesn't allow me, it, do, it doesn't require me to be up so early, but out of habit of getting back into my groove and going into work, I've been up, I've been getting up pretty early as well as we have a new addition to our family. We have Queen, she is a, uh, um, she's a dog. And let's just say she is a baby, she is a puppy, and she's absolutely a diva. And she absolutely fits in perfectly with our family already. Her personality and our tribe vibe, like all just meshes so well. But of course, for all my pet owners, specifically puppy, dog, um, I think cats are more um, instinctually trained. But it just takes a minute, right? It takes a whole minute and depend on how long your minute is it could take a complete pause to kind of get that potty training stuff under wraps but anyway so my anyway I'm so accustomed to my schedule that she has gracefully placed on me that I was already up this morning and did her thing took her for her walk And from there, I wanted to go back to bed because it's Saturday, but my spirit was like, no girl, be productive. So I cleaned my kitchen. Um, We had an amazing dinner. We grilled last night and um, had everything covered, but kept it out. And so just put all the food up and cleaned and because Fridays are our, our family nights. And so we try to get a great dinner and then we try to like spend time watching movies and I will admit after (laughs) after rest and relaxation and there may have been some libation 
Mama Bear was out, okay? So anyway, woke up this morning and I don't know how many people are on Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse for quite some time. Um, dip in and out. I won't say that I'm an avid listener or an avid contributor. But this particular morning, I got a reminder or a notification of a specific group. I am big on affirmations. If you guys have listened to season two, you will hear me speak about affirmations and the power of words. When I tell you, when I say glory, when I say glory, being in the room, um, first I want to say shout out to Dr. Nikki. She is a very good moderator. I love the way she handles her rooms. I also love the invitation. She gives you an invitation to truly speak. And she also gives you invitation to contribute um, in a room like I haven't experienced yet. Not to say other people are not doing it, but that has not been my experience yet. I just appreciated being in that room. I was in the right room at the right time. And we were talking about affirmations and it is a um, spiritual group. So just all of that was right on time for me. And it's just manifest and sprued and affirmed and lit a fire up under me that is really, truly burning and holding me accountable to some things. It is a life-changing, a moment-changing experience. And I am so grateful for that. And it also has contributed to the the word, the seed that I contributed was intention. There's a lot of things that we know and that we've experienced that can contribute positively to us, but do we? Ne- but it doesn't necessarily mean that we exhibit and we exercise them in our life. We get, quote, busy so much with worldly things that don't even flipping matter, but we allow them to distract us. And the most beautiful thing is that <laughs> Dr. Sonia I am working pretty closely with her on some professional development. And she said something that she continuously says it, but the more she says it, the more I'm seeing it, or maybe it's bringing the attention to the behavior and the energy of how things happen. Anytime there's an intention that you set, it's going to be followed by distraction. That is so, so true. And I know that it's so many of us that can relate to that very word. When you put forth a thing, when you put forth an intention, a goal, when you say, look, I'm going to wake up every day at five because I know I normally wake up at six, but at five, I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to work out because you have a goal. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get in shape. And I promise that you may experience every single obstacle. There may be an excuse. There may be something to keep you up late at night. And then you say, well, you know, it's just this one time or 
child, I need to at least get my eight hours. So I'm going to go ahead and hit pause or snooze so that I can get this in next week. Um, or start again tomorrow. We always give, give ourselves that excuse. And the accountability that's necessary is so... Is so major, especially when you are trying to work at a true goal that is going to be a game changer. I often, I challenge myself a lot. And so because I know things that I know and I self-reflect and I hold myself to such a high um, accountability in certain ways, there is not one physical earthly person that can be more tough on me or have more of an impact on getting me to do something outside of myself. And so when I give myself those excuses, I am very cognizant, very cognizant of what I'm doing. And just having these two women being in a place of listen, being in a place of openness, I've been able to hear in just this week some very ground-shaking things. And I've been able to affirm so many things about who I am. And I pour into this podcast to empower someone like me, to empower someone that may need to hear the things that I have needed to hear. So this 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 um, platform is super intentional and also may also not be for everybody. I know it is not. It is not for everybody. It has been such a therapeutic vent and healing as well in a season where I may not have known how to express myself, but I wanted to just get it out. So I'm grateful. I'm super grateful. I'm grateful to be in a place where God talks to me intimately. I'm grateful to continue to grow in who I am. I'm grateful to have a supportive family that roots me as I make my transitions, as I continue to develop, as I continue to say, no, nah, I don't want to do that no more. I want to go back left a little bit. No, nah, I want to go five degrees right. Eh, I think I need to go east. I'm going to move back a little bit. When I tell you my family rides with me and the rock that they have continued to be, and I say they because that includes my son. My son is seven. My son is seven and he has been so instrumental. He has been here. His spirit has been here before and he has some work to be done. Okay. He is here to complete a mighty task. I will say that my son is a powerful, a powerful package. And I just feel humble to be the one to um, matriculate and build on him and allow him to grow and just support him and what God's blessing and purpose is on him, for him. And man, it is so important to have your support group. It is so important to understand the seasons that you're in. I've been avoiding a season. I really have. Um, Will has 
called me out on that avoidance. Spiritually, I have tried to negotiate the transition, but it is so immensely road crossing right now. And so I'm not going to speak on it too much because I want to honor the transition and I still got to figure out this game plan, y'all. But there's definitely, um, there's definitely a shift happening and it's okay. It's completely okay to transition. It's completely okay to recreate, um, if you're not out here doing the work, if you're not putting the actions forward, you will never know how you need to grow. You will never know how you need to pivot. If you're sitting here with an idea, if you're sitting here with a desire, if you're sitting here wanting more, but you're not moving, there's nothing to shift. There's nothing to manifest. There's nothing to grow on. You have to have to move. I don't know how the structure of this episode is going because it is so not in the standard format at all, but it is necessary because it is, again, that overflow of what I've been fed this week. And this morning's clubhouse just kind of set it in motion as I was sitting here really letting the information sink, really putting plans of actions in place for myself so that I continue to hold on to this energy. I continue to pour into this energy. The things that I have set for prospering my tribe is so intimate, is so intentional, and it's mine. It's mine. When God puts a plan and a purpose on you, you have to be okay with owning what is yours. You have to be okay. It cannot be duplicated. There is not anybody that's going to do what I do the way I do it, nor you. There is not one woman that's out here that's going to do what you do the way you do it, even when we're crossing into the same tribe, it's okay. This need for membership, this need for followers, this need for overall acceptance is so superficial. It's so superficial. And so I stand in who I am. I stand in my process. I stand on who I'm here to serve. I stand on how I'm received. I'm not for everyone, although I am a more introverted person. I am a more um, empathetic. I am a listener. I can have an expert in a thing and you will not know in a room at all times because I am very, very, very um, in tune with when to speak and how to speak. And it's interesting because when you are going into self-development, professional development, it is a business. So people will often tell you, speak up, speak up, speak up, be the expert, own this, do it this way. And they, they 
I want to believe their intention is positive, but I also think it is so important to not lose who you are, your character, yourself, your power, your voice. You have to ultimately develop your relationship intimately with your spiritual guide, whether it's guide, whether it's God, whether it's, you know, another form of deity, but you have got to be in a spiritual alignment with that thing. And for me, my spiritual alignment lies with God. And so for me, conversations, I tell people a lot of times that I'm affirmed, but I have a little bit of ADHD in my spirit too. I have never been diagnosed, but I will be honest with you. I am a person that will get what I need and I will move on. I don't always need to be a follower of you. I don't always need to be 100% committed to your process. I am a person that takes what I need. It's like getting a meal. It's like our bodies when we eat. We will eat the whole meal, but our body will take what it needs and distribute what it doesn't. Because when you start taking in everything, you're going to cause some backup, some confusion. You're going to be congested because you've got too much and everything is not meant to serve you. And it is okay. It is okay. I think as an empath, a lot of times it's, it's a double whammy because I'm introverted and then I'm, imp I'm an empath. So I'm just a big ball of feeling. And it is a beautiful thing when it's all aligned and functions in the full circle. But there are times when it just is on a continual line, a line, 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 line. And let me be honest with you, for all my empaths that are listening to me right now, it is exhausting. People do not think about how they make empaths feel. They just move. They just pour. They just almost like vomit of the mouth. And it's because of our presence and it's because of our gift and it's because of how we're set up. And that's okay. But, and there is a big B-U-T, but the need for self-care, the need for knowing when to identify when it's time to stop or just structure. Structure is mandatory. Boundaries are mandatory. For us empaths, when we have our boundaries aligned, oh my gosh, the flow can circulate itself again. But it is a learning experience of tug of war, of figuring that thing out, because I'm also a true believer that you have to be open to transformation. What worked for you in one chapter and one season, those boundary sets are not going to always work for you moving forward. Not even, a, maybe not a day later, maybe not even a, a week or a month later, because you're continuous gro continually growing. And if you're continually challenging yourself, that's going to continuously be a need for adjustment, which is why um, self-reflection is so important and also mindfulness and also meditation and self-love and self-care. All of those things all align because we pour out so much and people don't always pour back in but being an empath, being that to me, empath is more spiritually led 
and more intuitively led. So for empath individuals, a lot of our pour back in is consistently connected to our spirit. So we have to go and do things that are so strategically, spiritually um, filling. So spirituality is important. This week, me and Will went and did float therapy. That was a mindfulness. It, it created an environment for mindfulness to happen, for intimacy to happen for, with myself. When I say intimacy, intimacy with self is the biggest, most beautiful experience ever. And it is not something that you are entitled to. So you have to work for that. You really do. You have to work for that. It is dating yourself. I have told a friend of mine so many times about the need to be intentional about dating yourself, knowing yourself, your spirit, your physical being, your mental being. There are so many of us that are disconnected from all of those things, but we honestly, one, won't admit it. Two, think we know it, but we truly don't because you can be asked a certain question that can shut down your whole understanding. And you can be sitting there like, well, shoot, I, I don't know. And it's okay that you don't know when you're working to find the solution. Don't say you don't know and then just move on with your life knowing that you don't know something intimately about yourself that ultimately you should know. There's not a human being that should be able to assess you and tell you something about yourself that surprises you. It shouldn't take you by storm. Like, dang, that is me? No, because when you are truly aligned with who you are and you know yourself, people can say things that may expound and you're like, yeah, I knew that. I, I knew I struggled with that. But, you know, I, ain't, I hadn't thought about it from that perspective, but I knew I was struggling. You feel me? Like that level of no is so insightful and necessary when you are truly continuously building yourself up. And a part of that is surrounding yourself with the right tribe, the right people that feed that, the right people that build into that, pour into that. And I am an individual that doesn't need to talk to anybody every single day. Not every single day. Now, I may, I have one person that I may talk to and we do video, the Marco Polo lay. Marco Polo has been everything because it allows you to just send a quick message. Um, and I'm working on quick. <laughs> just say what you need to say and go on about your business. Um, but even with that, when you start working on yourself and when you start really aligning yourself, you're going to be called out about how you move. And there's going to be a season where you're going to need to be intimate. And it may feel uncomfortable. It may feel unfamiliar. But you can't run from it. You can try, but it's going to come back. So 
I'm feeling relief now. So I think my overflow is shutting down. <laughs> and it was not in any specific direction, but truly just spiritually led. So yeah, um, the intention is so necessary. It's so necessary to know your who, know your what, and know your why. You may not know the how at all times, but the intention, I know who I am. I know what I want to do. And I mean, my win is now. Every day that I have breath, that's my win. I'm going to do it every day that I have breath. I try to be intentional about everything that I do and I experience with people. When people experience me, I try to give them intimacy about who I am because I give myself that. And it's so important to understand who you are because that that love, that self-love, oh man, it's the baby seed to everything. It's about it's the baby seed to how you experience people. It's the baby seed to how people experience you what you accept, your boundaries, the energy before you even meet a person, the energy transitions that happen. We can step into a room. You can walk into a room and you can feel a vibe. People call it vibes. That's the intuitiveness of our spirit. Every single one of us, every man, every woman, every being, our spiritual health is so important and self-love is intertwined into that empowering is intertwined with that. Our purpose is intertwined with that. We really, 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 really are in a state of emergency as a people. We really need to get in the know spiritually because this physical world is not the true feat. It is not the true real Everything starts and manifests in the spiritual metaphysical world. And if we can get an understanding, if you start the understanding, you start the purpose, that is where the power lies. Man, I can't, I can't make it up. I cannot make it up. But um, that is today's episode. Um, it was very very spiritually intentional. And so I pray that someone listens to this, someone is fed by it. Um, there has been many quotes throughout this. I'm not even going to put a theme music on it. I'm just going to record, I recorded it and I'm just going to post it as is because that's just, you know, that's just how the spirit rocking today. It's like, girl, we don't need any distractions. Going back to Dr. Sonia, we don't need any distractions with intentions, distractions will follow. So what are you going to do with that? Are you going to allow the distractions to overpower the intention? Or do you have to reposition, understand the distraction, staying focused on the intention and get the tools to push you through the distractions, all while still understanding the focus, the tunnel vision of where I'm going, because our intentions are built on our purpose. There's a tribe out here for every single one of us that we are meant to impact. We've 
got to get in position, y'all. We've got to. All right, let's connect. As I always say, um, you can find me on Fix My Crown at Instagram. That's F I X M Y C R zero W N. Let me know. Was this impacting? Was there a seed? Was there something that was said that stood out? Do you want to hear more of it? What specifically matters to you? This is a tribe of women. We want to empower to heal. We've got to heal. And healing doesn't always mean that there's an instinctual thing that happened that I'm healing from. Healing is an elevation technique. We're healing, we're elevating. And our whole goal is that we need to elevate into our legacy because God has ordained and assigned us each a specific purpose. Nobody was born just to have kids. Nobody was born just to make love. Nobody was born just to breathe air. Nobody was born just to eat. What's your purpose? All right, y'all. Peace and blessings. Love you all. And this concludes episode three of Fix My Crown.